nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So, I scour the globe for top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So take a seat and enjoy the ride. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Matter Over Mind Experience. I'm your host, Master Trainer and Weight Management Expert, Narado Zico Powell. And today I have for you the lovely Lauren Roberts, self-love mentor and healer. And I need some healing in my life. And I'm sure <laughs> if people listen to this, need some healing in their lives too. So you want, you want to listen to this episode because she guides people to their self-love. I think a lot of us don't even know what self-love really is. So we're going to break down. Now, don't say we. Lauren is going to break down some stuff <laughs> for us today. And of course, your boy never disappoints, right? I'm going to have a hack of the episode. And the hack is going to be, how can loving yourself become effortless? Mm. Effortless. That's some powerful, powerful stuff. And with that being said, let's welcome Lauren to the show. Hey, Lauren, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. And I can't wait for this conversation. And with that being <laughs> said, tell my audience about yourself. So I, my name is Lauren Roberts. I'm the founder of Rise Up Live Bright. And Rise Up Live Bright is a space for individuals to really tap into their self-love and the healer within themselves. Um, so this happens through many different modalities I use with healing. Um, so I open the space up for conversation, Reiki healing, sound healing, intuitive guidance. I mean, the list goes on and I'm ever evolving what it means to be a healer for myself. And I think that's really important to keep the evolution and growth there. Um, yeah. And so that's just a little bit about Rise Up, Live Bright and like a short summary. Um, Rise Up, Live Bright, Bright was birthed from a space of really yearning for the self-love within myself. So it was a time in my life where I really, really was just unhappy within my being, right? It was like a duality of life. Like there's so many beautiful things happening around me, but my internal ecosystem was just so unhappy and unsettled. And that's from not really diving deep into my own healing journey. Um, so one day I literally fell to my knees and I meditated and it was like this overwhelming feeling of unconditional love from the universe and the divine. And I knew from that moment on, my life would never be the same. And so that's kind of where Rise Up Live Bright, Bright Birth, because I would really fell into meditating every day and really consciously cultivating that space for myself. And it kind of evolved into what, what I do today. And from my meditation um, and intuitive downloads, I created Rise Up Live Bright. It first started as a blog because I just wanted to share my own journey with people and connect with people on the same wavelength, you know, and just kind of have like an up leveling and of of the energy of like social media in general. <laughs> I was like, I just want to bring a light to 
this virtual space. And I did, I connected with so many beautiful people. And then I got certified, um, attuned actually to Reiki, all my certifications. And I created the self journal as well. And from there, it just kind of like momentum after that, after that created, um, cold, more cultivated the self um, journey, which is my more in-depth journey. And I mean, I put on events and retreats and now I do sound healing every week. I do session. It's just, it's a like a long story for just like to paraphrase, you know, but overall that's kind of how about me and like how self like rise up live bright and like my the self-love practice and mentoring came to be from my own personal experience and then also with like getting certifications in different modalities. I need to make one of your sessions, but just so everybody know she lives close to me. So it's I th- probably within 20 minutes is what I'm assuming. So probably need to do this in person one day. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we, we, I definitely need to meet to make one of your sessions because healing is something that we often do not pay attention to, which is very important, not just to be fit because this is not a fitness show. This is about overall health, including your emotion mm-hmm. and and mental health as well, right? And healing is a very important part of that. I have my morning routine with uh, when I play, I wake up in the morning, I meditate, I play guitar, I have my red light shining on me. And I start my morning off in the just feeling great. And <laughs> if I don't do that for a while, I I physically feel a difference and mentally and physically mm-hmm. feel a difference. So yes, the healing is a very important part of her journey. But with that being said, you just talk about self-love. So mm-hmm. Because this is one of those questions, if you ask like 10 people, you might get 10 different answers, right? But what is your definition of self-love? So I actually use self-love as like an umbrella term for the human experience. I think, I feel like self-love can be such a romanticized word, right? But if you really think about self-love, it's like loving yourself enough to be to do the work. So self the definition of self love for me is an acceptance of the human experience. And having like doing the work to cultivate a strong foundation for you to walk upon every day. So those are doing the necessary steps for your healing. So let's say, let's say somebody road rages on you. So you don't, after that, so you don't spiral out of control. You can like separate that occurrence in your life and say, that's not about me. And I love myself enough enough to like detach from that circumstance and then go along with your day, right? So it's hard to like define what self-love means because it's such a vast and beautiful word that is an umbrella term for healing in general, for me at least as a healer. You know, it's the it's a duality of the human experience. That's powerful because I was on a podcast, I don't remember, two months ago or something like that. And I asked that question. It was more rhetorical. I said, you know, do you love yourself? Mm -hmm. And I mean by that is because uh, most people know my experience by now. If you're new to new to the uh, to my podcast, I'll just quickly explain it. I've been I used to have asthma, eczema. Uh, you know, high blood pressure. And eventually I got to the point where I had to tell myself, okay, if I really want to get healthy, I have to make these changes. Three and a half years out of being on medication, I've been working my, on myself even longer than that, but three and a half years off all my medications, no health issues, completely whatsoever. My blood pressure looks good. My labs look great. 
and I'm about to be 40 this year. And every year I'm getting healthier than I was before. And I tell people that because people say to me, man, you're just so disciplined. I was like, mm-hmm. no, not really. I love myself. I look at myself and be like, you know what? I don't want to be 40 years old and tired all the time and have no energy and feel like life sucks because I got to get up this morning. And who wants to live like that? Like, that's even worse than existing, really. You know, it's like, but I want to get up every day feeling amazing. I talked to one of my buddies at the gym yesterday and they always look marvel at me or because they're like, man, they're in their 20s and they're strong. Some of them are stronger than me. You know, some of them are better mm-hmm. athletes than me, of course. But they say, man, at your age, as fast as you are, as strong as you are, how you operate, because I love myself and I want every day to be better than I was the day. Mm. And that comes down to the fact that I have that love within myself. So this nonsense of, you know, let me lose some weight for the summer so I can look nice to other people. What does that really matter? Really? Does that Mm -hmm. really matter? The question is, do you really want to take care of Zico? Do you want to take care of Lauren or whoever? Do you want to take care of yourself? Is that love there? And I love your definition. That's absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. And that leads me to my next question then. What are some obstacles then that can separate us from that self-love? Obstacles. And I want to make a note of what you said um, before I answer this question. I love it because it popped in my head while you were speaking. I, I just saw like I saw you with like I, I all your you know all the obstacles you came to face right and you looked at those obstacles and said I am worth loving myself so that is why I'm going to take these actionable steps to ground in that foundation of self-love even more right so I love that thank you so much because I was like oh yes like I felt it you know that love for self um, so some obstacles that can get in our way of self-love life. <laughs> you know, how like, dare we live? <laughs> how dare? How dare we live the human experience? So I think that I think that just being human is obstacle ex- itself, our mind, right? And so we really have to begin doing those practices to cultivate a strong like practice for ourselves to overcome those daily obstacles of the mind. Our mind can play tricks on us. And I'm not even talking about the external thing obstacles that come into place, the stories we've been told growing up, the way society sees us, maybe some traumas we've, you know, experienced. I'm talking, I'm also talking about more internal stuff. And that's the mind. And I think if we really start understanding that we are not every thought we think (laughs) and we can overcome our our own obstacle within our own head, that is where we can really blossom and create space for us to become who we truly are meant to be within our self-love. And that's what self-love is. It's giving fertile soil for us to become who we are meant to be. Um, And then external obstacles I think if we start understanding that we are not the stories that the world has created for us. So let me give you a personal obstacle that I had to overcome for myself. Um, I grew up with dyslexia and in the nineties. <laughs> so growing up, I was told that I'm going to have a hard time in school. I'm never going to achieve academic success that like life is just going to be hard for me. You know, that's the story I hung on to like subconsciously for a very long time. I was a very creative young, young being. 
Um, I thought very differently. I usually could figure out most things on my own, you know, Um, but I just thought differently. But the world told me because I had dyslexia and I wasn't normal that I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't become very much, you know? (laughs) So I really had to overcome that obstacle for myself. Um, And really, I started school late, college later in life and well, not later in life, 24. Um, And that actually really taught me that like, no, I am really smart. I just do things differently than like the norm. And then creating Rise Up Live Bright and really healing that trauma and really allowing myself space to acknowledge the pain I went through while opening Rise Up Live Bright and seeing the possibilities and how actually brilliant I really am and creating a business and creating a creative business and all these things, that's an obstacle I had to face. It was like a fear that I really had to face and overcome. And sometimes we have to do that. We have to get out of our comfort zone and meet the threshold of the uncomfortable zone because that's where we grow. So it's really facing those obstacles in life. Um, and so those are like, everybody has their own story and their own obstacles because we are all so unique and our stories and our lifetime here. Um, but that's just one example of mine, but I faced it and I, I learned how to heal that and really learned that that's not the reality. And so I tell clients this all the time. If you're feeling like an obstacle coming forward in your mind or in an external environment, ask this question. Is this the reality of the situation? And most of the time, it's going to be a no. I love that. I've, I'll always <laughs> say, I always say that reality is quite tame based mm-hmm. than our thoughts, right? Like we're thinking it's a five, five alarm fire, everything is going off. But in reality, it's really quite tame. Like your life is not threatened. You know, someone taught me something a while ago because I used to have, I probably still do, real anger problems. Like, I mean, Mm. I was off the chain. You think I was on steroids, like my anger issues. And someone said something that I didn't understand at the time. It took me years for it to really resonate. She said, you cannot control the price of gas. And I'm like, like, what do I mean? It's like, well, (laughs) no matter what you do, it's going to go up or down. You can't control it. Why complain about it? Figure out another way, you know, get a bicycle or whatever. Well, figure out other ways to get around it. You Mm -hmm. cannot control the price of gas. And I come from a Jamaican background. I'm a natural warrior. My like warrior, not warrior. I'm a warrior too, of course, but I'm a natural (laughs) warrior, right? Like we worry about everything. You know, I remember when I was, I was, uh, I'm a big Christmas person. I was watching a Christmas special. And my family in Jamaica is messaging me on WhatsApp about the new strand of COVID that's in England. And I'm like, I'm trying to watch a Christmas special when I worry about it when it comes to America. Okay. Like seriously, people, but we, we worry, we worry about stuff like do the best you can do for yourself. Hurricane mm-hmm. Ian just came in. My family kept messaging me, kept messaging me. Are you okay? You're this and this all worrying. I'm like, relax. If you don't hear from me after the hurricane, then you may need to worry. But for right now, I'm fine. I, I'm getting the stuff that I need. I'm hunkering down. I've been through a few hurricanes. I will be okay. And it took me years to get to that point to where I could understand that I'm putting more power or more fear out there in the world when in mm-hmm. reality, it's nothing even close. Because how many of us really are fear for our lives on a daily basis? Exactly. It's, but we create that, we create that reality. I was a Scott Eilers I had on the show He's a psychologist. And he said that if you believe something with all your heart, that really means that you've only heard it a lot. I mean, that if you keep saying, and he says, as an adult, you can change what you hear. Like if you keep saying to yourself, I hate life, I hate life. I hate going to work. I can't do this. 
it that's going to become your reality because you're telling yourself that over and over and over again. Mm. That's why meditation and mantras and and you know listening to positive music and having positive people around you. Talking about starting your blog and connecting with people on the same wavelength. That's why those things are important. So mm-hmm. I think thank you so much for all this year, share. I think that's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And that's gonna drive me into my next question then about what self-love practices do you provide? Yeah. So some one some big things I provide, and it's not more provide, I kind of give clients or people that come into I say people that like come into my personal I call each of us our own ecosystems, <laughs> such an earth sign. Um I anybody who feels attracted to my ecosystem and feels the call to come, you know, come work with me. Some practices, very simple practices to be most of the time, it's pretty simple, right? Really cultivate a strong rising ritual for yourself. So morning routine, I call it a rising ritual. I say, there's three things, well, really four things that I say to cultivate a rising ritual something to calm your nervous system, whether that's breath breath work, meditation, going outside, you know, whatever it may be, tapping, EFT, emotional freedom technique, something to calm your nervous system, something to connect you to a higher source, whatever that might be for you. Maybe it's God, the universe, divine, you know, a grandmother, a grandfather, some ancestors, you know, whatever that may be. Maybe it's just earth you know, something to connect you with something that's higher than you, higher than self, which really it's not higher, we're all connected, but something that is just out of this, (laughs) out of your mind. Um, That might look like meditation as well, right? That might be journaling. That might be also getting outside and connecting with mother nature. That might be praying, you know, to some people. I say sometimes if you, if God, like Christianity, Jesus, is something that resonates with you, get a prayer book, you know, write your prayers down. Um, If that's not, you can like write to the universe, you know, so that's something to connect you. So calm their nervous system, something to connect. And then really also something that can connect you to your heart space. So this beautiful energy within your being, self-love, right? And so that might be holding your heart and really breathing into your heart space and sending it beautiful energy and listening to your heartbeat, asking it questions. What does, what do you need today? What will make you feel love today? And so, so connection, calm, connect to a heart space and something to ground you. So putting your feet in the dirt, laying, getting yourself the first morning sun on your face eating a really beautiful grounding meal in the morning, sweet potatoes, whatever it may, you know, whatever it may be. So those are really beautiful four foundations to build a rising ritual, a beautiful practice. That's very simple. And I always say like, write those down and make a beautiful piece of artwork where you can hang it up every day and you can see it in front of you every day. Because I don't know, some people might be like me, I have to actually see it every day out in the open, or I forget, like, I literally will forget, because <laughs> I get, you know, you get busy. So I always say, write down, write down those four pillars. And then like, make a beautiful art project out of it. And then like, make it really colorful, put it in a frame, put it in your bathroom or on your fridge, you can make two. 
So you can like see it multiple places and just commit to that. So it actually takes 68 days to create a new habit in the brain. So I would say another practice, there's one practice and another practice on top of that, that will support the rising ritual is committing to it for 68 days every day. And at least put 10 to 15 minutes aside for that practice. Um, I feel like 10 minutes might be pushing it, but 15 minutes is you can basically do what you need to do with the rising ritual within that time. Um, I used to meditate for like five minutes and then I added on five minutes every week. Uh, but I really do think that's a really beautiful practice to start really tapping into self love because you're actually nurturing yourself, you're giving yourself some tender loving care every day, right in the morning. I love that. And as you were <laughs> talking, I was thinking about my my morning ritual. And I was like, well, I, I, I get up, brush my teeth, because you know, I don't want to smell my own breath. And then <laughs> I meditate first, kind of calm, my, calm myself, you know, put myself in a parasympathetic state that I play my guitar my next thing and then after i shower i go outside and mm. and well cutting out the shower part the ritual part is about 30 minutes outside mm -hmm. is most because i go outside to get about 10 to 15 minutes of sun before i start every single morning and i've had somebody say to me one time it's like it's nice that it must be nice that you have that kind of free time i said well i get up mm. at 6 6 30 so uh you, I get up before most people anyway, so I create that free time. But that's also because my sleep quality is uh, is excellent because I've optimized my sleep. By the way, everyone, do I have an article on how to get quality sleep? You know to go to my blog, click on it, ZikaHealth.com, read that article. I've had thousands of people read that article and gotten a lot of feedback on it. So if you struggle with sleep, go read the article. It's free, but it's really helpful for you. So optimizing your sleep. Because if you don't sleep well the night before, it's going to be harder for you to have that ritual the next day. So having a proper functional sleep, circadian rhythm, getting into good quality sleep, waking up feeling refreshed can definitely help you with your morning ritual as well. But I have a follow-up question that I kind of wasn't planning to ask, but now it's kind of <laughs> on the tip of my tongue here or back of my mind or wherever it is, front of my brain, I don't know. Well, if someone comes, so if someone, how, what kind of clients do you initially take on? Like if somebody comes to you and, say, and they need help, what kind of clients do you take on? And what does like, what do the first interaction would kind of look like? Mm, okay. So I'm going to start with my, more of my in-depth healing journey I have. Um, and so it's called the self journey. And so it's a 12 week container for people to really tune in and really access the ability to love themselves or experience the ability to love themselves. And so really that that container is any of my services are meant for anybody who's ready to really get to know themselves better. And to get to get to know themselves better to the point where they begin to love themselves because they begin to accept themselves. And so really it depends on if that's if that is calling to you. And if that's something you're seeking. So that might be somebody who needs clarity on life in the moment, somebody who really has, you know, some work to do with confidence, self worth, enoughness, um, you know, somebody who just really is kind of at the beginning of their spiritual journey, but they need a guiding light through it. So it's really just somebody who's really wanting to like tap into themselves and know themselves more. 
So it just depends if that's the energy you want, you know, whether you identify as male or female or, you know, fluid, whatever that may be, like, if that's, it's more about the energy of a human and what, what they want to call forward. I love it. I love it. So it sounds like to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you you don't treat everybody the same. So you don't put us on a conveyor belt and be like, okay, everybody gets a blessing and you just bless them all the way down. No, right? no, no, no. I love it. You actually tailor their experience. And oftentimes it sounds like, you know, it's based on what that particular person may need or what that person may even think they want or may actually want. And you make adjustments accordingly. Yeah, exactly. And so my journey itself, the self journey, it has a outline, right? Um, however, that within the sessions, we pivot things and we talk about different things. I l- allow the person in front of me, my client, to really bring forth their own medicine to show me what what is ready, what we're ready to work on together. So it really just depends on, you know, what, what spirit brings forward for us to work on and to clear and all, all that stuff. And, you know, I offer many different sort like the self journey, I do Reiki healing sessions, immersive sessions, weekly sound healings, private events for people. Um, but my, my most like, beautiful, you know, in depth work is through the self journey. Oh, lovely, lovely. So let's talk about, so we're talking about self-love, we're talking about Reiki and everything that you do, also with the weekly sessions that you do. So then for someone who comes to you, right, just, I know everybody's different, but just generally speaking, what would, what, what would be the, I should say, what services or, or would you say you would, you usually provide to someone coming into your, into your space? Yeah. So Let's say somebody reaches out to me and there it depend it really just depends on what they bring forward and what questions they ask me at the beginning. So if somebody comes forward to me and says I'm really looking for somebody to guide me through my healing journey, I really want to feel self-love and really work on my worthiness, I send them information about the self-journey, that more in-depth journey. Let's say somebody reaches out to me and they're like, you know, I just really want a space where I can release some stuck energy and clear, you know, any energy in my ecosystem. I might tell them about my other services, my Reiki healing sessions, my immersive sessions. And I just launched a new session that's called um, it's energy clearing and a releasing ritual session. So that session is purely dedicated to releasing and energy clearing any stuck energy. So, you know, if somebody's looking for a little bit, you know, more like kind of guiding energetics towards self-love and self-worth, it's the in-depth journey. If somebody wants like energy clearing, a space to just tune in, I get, I bring them forward to like the Reiki sessions and things like that. Does that make sense? <laughs> that makes sense. And that's what I was trying to pull out of it from our audience because yeah. <laughs> listening to you, I, I'm going to go towards uh, for myself, Reiki sessions. That's what yeah. I would really need. So I want as people are listening to you, I want them to think, hmm, I want this sounds like, you know, would be better for me. Like the self-love, mm-hmm. the Reiki, however, you know, because 
And also I want that to click in there in, in our heads, right? Be like, you know yeah. what? Maybe I do need to work on something that <laughs> I didn't know I need to work, I needed to work on before. Because even with my on my health journey, it's not it hasn't always been about just working out and eating, right? I've been doing that for pretty much all my adult life and still I wasn't healthy. But when I started making other changes and releasing stuck energies and even taking some people out of my life, be like, you know, they really mm. don't mean me well. And I don't need to be around these people and start surrounding myself with people like you. And believe it or not, social media has been great for me because mm -hmm. I've connected, you know, with fantastic people who I've never met in my life. They <laughs> check on me all the time. I check on them all the time. We talk about personal things and never seen them a day in our life. But we share that space and we push and we motivate each other mm -hmm. along, along our journeys, you know. So, yeah, I, I want I want that to click in people's heads. You know, sometimes we sit around and we say, oh, social media is bad or this is bad. Well, there's a lot more to it. How you using it, where you are in your in your space, you know what you're doing. You know, there's so much that we really have to consider when it comes to truly being healthy. And I wouldn't say be positive, but having a good, vibrant energy in this world. Yeah. I mean, it's really about the energy you put out. Right. So let's you know, we're on the subject of social media, social media can really be a really beautiful place for connection. If you're looking for high vibrational people that are on the same wavelength for you, if you put that out, you will receive it back. But you have to be open to it. The I rise up live bright has grown to where it's at today because of social media connecting with different people in the community. I literally just talked to somebody all the way in Australia the other day. Like it's a beautiful global connective tool. Some people use it not for the highest of energy. So you really have to use discernment when you're navigating those spaces. I give you full on permission, whoever's listening, if somebody has a, a bat, you get like a vibe from somebody you don't like, unfollow them, block them. Like, up front because you are you are wanting you're telling the universe when you do those things that's not the energy i want right like even if somebody looks like they have kind of a normal you know profile or whatever if you feel that energy then just block them it's okay like that's a really good boundary for yourself and i sometimes go through even on my own personal instagram i go through and like kind of weed out you know, maybe some profiles I don't want to, like, I don't really vibe with anymore, or I've outgrown. And I think that's okay, too. It's like, it's like a spring cleaning for your Instagram. page, <laughs> And so it's like, it's like anything that's also a beautiful, I say, like, self love practice, but I also call it self love hygiene. Mm. It's, it's like really putting boundaries up in all areas of your life, even like a virtual space. <laughs> Love it. And I do something similar as well. I wouldn't, I don't have a timeline on it, but about once a year or so I'll go in and yeah. I just kind of, I think right now I'm following maybe like a hundred and something people mm. all, because, and those are people that I vibe with and talk to, no, no, I guess you would say consistently. And I, those people that I are, some of them are closer to me than people that are around me, which is crazy. Right. <laughs> but we vibe very well and we help and we push and motivate each other. So mm. with that being said, we're coming up on the hack of the episode, but of course, of course, because I am such a nice person, I have a gift for everybody, right? So I'm going to talk about AminoCo. See, their products are 100% science-backed, built on amino acid technology, first funded by NASA, and further refined through vigorous 
research, and independent clinical trials. They have determined the precise blends of amino acids to help you, check this out, become stronger, heal faster, reduce age-related declines, and improve your metabolic health, aka become like your boy Zico. So today, I'm going to tell you about Perform, an essential amino acid-based formulation designed to improve muscle performance during exercise, enhance mental clarity and concentration, reduce fatigue and dehydration, and minimize recovery times. Perform is designed to boost athletic performance by increasing peak physical strength and endurance while improving focus and concentration. So I have a personal goal as I'm becoming old as fart. I'm trying to hit 15 miles an hour on my sprint speed and using perform in my practice <laughs> has tremendously helped me with that. I hit my top speed today around 30 miles an hour. So I have a little, a little bit more to go. And once I hit 15, I'm going to see if I can go past that. Cause I did some research and they're like, well, the athletes usually average about 15 miles per hour um, on their 100, 100 meter dash. So that's my goal right now. It's about 15 miles an hour. So using performing my workouts has definitely helped me to do that, even though I'm about to hit 40 years old. See, the ingredients in Perform have been clinically proven to improve strength and performance. And check out these clinical trials. 20% increase in exercise completed, 22% increase in endurance, 11% increase in peak performance during exercise, and 10% improvement in cognitive function doing exercise. I don't know about you, but I need a little bit more cognitive function in my life. And with that being said, of course, you go to aminoco.com slash Zico Health for 30% off Perform and all the amino acid supplements. And of course, the description will be in the show notes and in the description of the episode. And with that being said, let's get back to the show. So Lauren, how can loving yourself become effortless? Mm. How can loving yourself become effortless? It can become effortless when you truly and purely begin committing to your healing and you don't let anything stand in the way of it. And I think, and also it's accepting the human experience, like I said at the beginning. I think when we accept our human experience for the duality that it is, right? Like we, we go, we're, we're going to have bad days. We're human. And when, when we can accept that and not start not feeling guilty for having those hard days, that's when loving yourself becomes effortless because you know that you can have good days, you can have bad days, but you're going to love yourself through it all, no matter what comes your way. Right. Do you think loving like my self-love stopped with this hurricane that just came through Florida? No. Or if some if something like happens, you know, with my technology one day when I'm trying to schedule a client or I get in an argument with somebody. No, I still love myself because I accept myself for the human experience as well as I have committed fully to my healing and I don't let anything get in the way of that. I don't let anything empty my tank of self-love. And I think that is the whole point of healing that self-love within yourself 
is not allowing somebody to take from your tank or even yourself sometimes, right? Your limiting beliefs, your story. You don't let anything take away from that that tank depleting. You like so, put up really healthy boundaries. <laughs> so it sounds like you're saying get rid of the uh, energy sucking vampires out of your life. Yes, yes, yes. And I mean, even even habits and mindset, like let's say thoughts from your own self, right? So it's not just people around you. Sometimes you have to take radical responsibility for your own shit. Um, I don't know if we're allowed to con- curse on uh, this show. Sorry, sorry, pass. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, so just take radical responsibility for your own stuff. Um, and you have to call yourself out on your own stuff too. And I think that's when we're willing to really acknowledge our own stuff, we can like really cultivate that effortless self-love. It's it's a balancing act between it all. But yeah, I would say like mostly like really allowing yourself to feel that self-love through the human experience and through it all, no matter what. I love that. I love that. That's the thing about Angel Vampires came from my buddy, uh, Scott Gazzoli. He's the whole yeah. self in the effect. Always <laughs> says that. And then combine that with what uh, Dr. Scott Eilers was saying about, you know, you if you believe something all your heart means that it means that you've heard it all the time you've heard it yeah. a lot. so even that the things that you say to yourself can be sucking the energy out of you like i'm saying if you're like you know i hate going to work i don't want to do this i don't want to get up today i don't like mm-hmm. this you're gonna live a life like that and who wants to live like that you know mm-hmm. like that's just a, such a low energy low vibration kind of life that just just get that away from me please yeah and sometimes it's perspective too i have many clients who start the self journey with me the more in-depth healing journey and career most of the time comes up either they want to want to get a new job or they're unhappy in their job and sometimes people find the confidence to leave a job and they find something that is more aligned with them and or their perspective changes on the position they had because they took the time and investment to actually have the container to see different perspectives and feel maybe a block they had with like this job, this amazing job they had. So I love that too, what you said, because sometimes it's ourselves that that holds ourselves back. Um, Sometimes we're the energy vampires for ourselves and <laughs> exactly. that's okay. We, that's, that's an opportunity. You know, it's nothing that a block. It's just an opportunity um, to do better and to move forward. Love that. Cause see, I don't see obstacles. I just see opportunities. Yes. So, you know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a perfect way to end the show. And with that being said, Lauren, how can my audience get in touch with you and learn more about your work? Yes. So you can follow me on Instagram at rise up, live bright. And from that space, you can go into my link in bio and you can find my website. You can find all my offerings, uh, my weekly sound healing, um, everything. So if you want to book a session with me, you can see all my offerings there and check out my website as well. It has a lot more information. And some of the session is online, I would, I would presume, right? Yeah. So I do do in-person sessions in Orlando, Florida. Um, and then I do offer some virtual sessions. You just have to specify if you want to book a session with me um, that you want a virtual session. Perfect. I love it. And of course, the show notes are going to be, I don't think anybody's going to be surprised by this. Zikahealth.com slash rise up, live right. 
<laughs> and of course, the show notes will be in the description of the podcast. And with that being said, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day, fam. Thanks for joining the Matter Over Mind experience. If you got good content out of this or any of my shows, save, subscribe, and share it with anyone who needs this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.